You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. I'm back. In the words of Paige, or in my words now, and we're back as well. We've been away for a couple of weeks. Yes, it's another episode of The People's Wrestling Podcast, and I am your host, Ali Bunker. And I'm joined, finally all back together, I'm joined by Aiden Bunker in Aiden's lovely apartment. Aiden, how are you? Yeah, I'm alright. You're good. Good to have you back. Is it? Well, I mean, it's not what you were saying when you were recording without me. You know what they say about absence, you know. <laughs> I should hope that me being your brother for the last 23 years of your life would mean that your heart couldn't get much fonder. It wouldn't take a holiday for Australia for your heart to become fonder of me. But, you know, each to their own. Mm. Yes. Well, we're also joined by Matt. Matt Bumby, how are you? Who's let this boring prick back? I know. What? <laughs> Me? <laughs> no, Aiden, I'm not talking about you this time. I was going to say, I've got all the equipment. <laughs> um, boring host. Who right. thinks it's alright to just chip off to Australia every now and again? Alright, Matt, take over. Uh, me take over. You bowled it. <laughs> I bowled it. I'll do it. You know I'd do it. And I'd do a great job. Yeah, you have to actually turn up, though. So why did I... <laughs> why was I the host, then, for two weeks? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, and you did a very good job. Thank you. But, um, Matt, you, you on the other hand were subpar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There are no words. <laughs> no no words to describe how Matt feels about that comment. Um, I didn't hear. Oh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> um, I didn't hear. What did you say? Oh, just, just commenting on how great you all are. Um, I particularly appreciated the uh, constant barrage of abuse I was getting whilst listening on my road trip around Australia, by the way, which was awesome. Um did, when it was when you realised it was awesome, did you spend the whole time driving around going, "This is awesome"? Because <laughs> apparently that's a normal reaction. <laughs> uh, normal might be a stretch. I don't think it is normal. I think it's you've become accustomed to it, but it's not normal. Um, but uh, no, I didn't. Because no. that would be shame. Strange. That would be very very strange. Um, I seem to come back from Australia. Bury you as the uh, the host. Well, yeah, you, you tried your best. But I'm here, bitches. Anyway, uh, I seem to have brought back the world's worst chest infection with me. So if I sound a bit weird, that's why I sound weird. Uh, I do blame Matt partially, but um, not fully. Um, and yeah. Blame me, you fucking lot. Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get back on track soon. Anyway, lots and lots of wrestling has taken place, been and gone since I last showed up. Uh, and you guys last recorded as well. Uh, we've had the Royal Rumble. We've had more news come out about AEW and signings and the the shape of wrestling future. Um, we've seen news about possible departures from WWE and the, the room mill that that feeds. Um, so where do we guys? Where do you guys want to start? I literally have no idea. So when was, when was the last time we we recorded or the last time you guys recorded? I should say. So we recorded. I think it was two weeks. Prior to the Rumble, or like 10, 10 days-ish prior to the Rumble? Yeah. yeah, we were then going to do one on Rumble Day, which we had no time for. We just didn't have time, did we? 
Um, um, so yeah, um, the 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 week before, week and a bit before the Rumble was the last one. So I must admit, whilst I was away in Australia, by the way, which was awesome, um, I is this going to be a theme? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really watch any wrestling. To be fair, you didn't miss a lot prior to the Rumble, really. Yeah. Not a lot. To be of good. fair, the bit leading up to the Rumble was pretty shit. Well, I mean, I I, I missed from. Um, well, the 28th of December away, I was... Uh, onwards, sorry, I was away. So I missed the New Year's period episodes. I didn't watch an episode of SmackDown since the one before Christmas until the one before the Royal Rumble, which is um, quite was a long saying, time. actually, because SmackDown in that period was good. Yeah, I, I Consistently. Sort of, well, the weirdest thing, while being in Australia, by the way, which was awesome, um, and not actually watching uh, full episodes of wrestling... Is that when you catch clips of stuff online... You get the it, best bits. Well, it's not necessarily the best bits. It becomes very confusing. Oh, right, yeah. So, for instance, one of, my, one of the clips I saw was of AJ Styles punching Vince McMahon in the face. Um, which I was like... Yeah, that's oh, how has this happened? Um, and just to this day, I'm still not exactly sure how it happened. Um, but he punched him in the face, which was weird. And that's all I could see on Twitter. And all I could hear was, uh, was people saying, oh, this is... Like he's bringing out the real AJ Styles, and I just thought, you know, it's a very strange clip just to see out of context. It was weird. Like I, I saw it out of context before I'd watched SmackDown as well, and I think I sent it to you too, and I was like, what the fuck? All <laughs> oh, right, maybe that's where I saw it then. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent it to the chat and was just like, how has this happened? <laughs> well, I didn't see a whole host more, so I, I, I assumed that they were. A, it was a quiet sort of time, the WWE. Uh, whilst I was yeah, not a lot was made of it. To be fair, yeah, it seems to have gone off, like gone under the, rock, the been swept. Even in, like the next week, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, he punched Vince last week. It's fine because punching Vince is a big deal. Like, for yeah, a wrestler. Well, apparently, like it was a big deal for Kevin Owens when Kevin Owens did it. I mean, he punched him and did a little bit more punch, him. but um, he full on headbutted him, full on headbutted him, and frog splashed him. He should battered him. Um, but yeah, nothing seems to be made out unless I missed it in the next preceding weeks. But I don't. Um, anything of any real stuff? I mean, yeah, uh, I'd say the main thing you missed, especially on the SmackDown side, would just be the Andrade Ray matches. Yeah, so I've heard great things about these matches. Just the, the first like three one, weeks back to back. Yeah, so the first one of those matches I saw was actually the two out of three falls match, um, which, which was the, the last, the one. last one. Yeah, which I and I'd heard great things about the other two. Yeah, um, well, the first one was a tag match with Joe and Mustafa. Right, and then the second one was a one on one, and then yeah, third one was the two out two out of three falls, which mm. got a lot of time, like well, got, like the last minutes. forty minutes of SmackDown almost. A long go, yeah. I guess it would have been yeah. uh, So I heard really good things about that while I was away, and it wasn't for lack of trying. I did try and put, like watch stuff, but you know when you're in Australia, which is awesome by the way, um, the the time difference is a bit. We keep trying. Just getting a bit. Bit bored about the Australia chat. Uh, okay, just jealous, I see. Just jealous. I'm really not. No. No, somewhere I've ne- never really wanted to go. Why the hell not? Because I can't be asked for the flight. Not that bad. But they had Super Showdown there. And I got to watch the fucking Marine Six on the flight. Saudi Arabia so. had two events. I still don't want to fucking go there. <laughs> Australia is potentially the greatest country I've ever been to. It um. It is very Western culture with very amazing weather, lovely people, good food, loads of beaches, 
cheap beer, well, affordable beer. What more could you ask for? Is that a lid on the whole Australia thing now? Can we move on? Maybe. Yeah, can we move on from Australia now? <laughs> All right, fine. Just because you guys don't want to go travel and experience new cultures. Roll me out of that. You don't want to go to Australia. I'd love to go to Australia. Fair enough. I just don't make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, you do. They give you that. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, yeah, between sort of Christmas and Royal Rumble, not much to really discuss. I mean, I wasn't here for most of it, so you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but it didn't seem like the most eventful period in WWE. No, I can't remember too much of it, apart from um, Hulk Hogan appearance after Gene Oakland's passing. Oh, right, yeah, so I didn't watch this, but I heard that it actually went down quite well. Yeah, it was actually pretty it well... Wasn't about. It wasn't about Hogan, and it was totally about being Gene. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty well done in the end. Like everyone going into it, kind of had the same feeling of the they're using his death to get sympathy yeah. for Hogan. But I have to say, I was one of those skeptics. Yeah, me too. And I still am because I haven't actually seen it. We all were. Well, you heard our summary on yeah, the podcast. I did, but it, it, it was, I haven't it, actually seen any it, clips. About yeah, it, he pretty much just came out and said like. I don't fancy being Hulk Hogan tonight. My mates just died. Mm. Um, and then they played a video package and then he, he did a promo in Hogan style kind of kind of promo on, on him being up there with like Randy Savage and like Moolah and Mae Young oh, and all the... Uh, probably, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he mentioned a whole bunch of like six, seven people. Andre. Andre, yeah. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Um, Heenan. Monsoon. Uh, yeah. Whole bunch of stuff. It was pretty well. Like it was quite tasteful in the end when okay. it seemed like it was going to be very tasteless. Yeah, because anything with a Hogan has the possibility to turn quite tasteless quite quickly. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad. I'm glad that it was. It was well done. Was it well received by the crowd? And was Hogan well received? Where was it? Uh, in America. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, he was. He, yeah, yeah. The, the, the the overall reaction. Like, I don't remember hearing really any booze. Yeah, I mean, there were a few they, kind of booze when he was talking and stuff. Yeah. But um, booze a man when they're talking about a dead person. I know it was it was more in his like his initial when he first came out and first started talking. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that all died down. Mm. So, yeah. I'm glad. That's pretty much the only uh, any real news. Mm. Oh, well, and rest in peace, me and Gene Oakland. I know you guys mentioned it on the um, on the show when it happened, but. I wasn't here because I was in. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I we also had the AEW announcements and the, the yeah. um, press conference and so all that, all that stuff. Sort of around the time that I went. Yeah. Um, First kind of. Week. Do you know? I was probably the only, not the only, but one of the only wrestling fans I know. <laughs> you know yourself. Wasn't thrilled by this whole AEW thing, and I'm still not, if I'm honest. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in it. But I'm not one of the guys who's like, they're going to destroy WWE because I literally don't, A, see that happening or want it to. Yeah, and I think if it, it's nothing to do with the guys who have, uh, you know, gone into, you know, created their own company, like Cody and the Young Bucks and, and the like, because, you know, I've got respect for those. It's more that the fans. Yeah, the, the fans are already annoying me. It's, it's the fans who are sick of WWE, I can completely understand. The fans who were desperate for AEW to destroy WWE, then I, those are the ones I don't understand. Yeah. Because why would well, you want them to destroy them? You, you literally I'm not create. Being, Go on, I'm not being funny, but who is going to 
destroy the WWE. They've just they've just signed a two billion I'll, I'll tell you for SmackDown. I'll just tell for you SmackDown. The only like, people that would ever destroy WWE are WWE. Oh WWE. Yeah. So not and, even the fans. And everyone always <laughs> says like we want an alternative or we want competition or whatever. Um I mean they literally haven't put on a show yet. So they're not a competition as far as I but the thing as is, far as I'm aware. WWE can literally get away with not having fans at shows. Yeah. Well They get they get so much out of the network, out of merchandise. They could literally fill like they could literally do it at the performance center and have a hundred and fifty people there and uh, a week and still be a profitable company. Yeah. I mean, well, speaking of the performance center, quickly, have either of you two watched Halftime Heat yet? I did, yes. It was mental, wasn't it? I mean, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Like, like it was just, it didn't have to be a proper match, really. It was just a, a showcase. Here, yeah, showcase. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought thinking it was really about good. this the other day, and it came after they um, did the match because they did a thing outside, didn't they? Um, Alistair Black. Yeah, did a little promo. <clears throat> yeah. How good would like an invasion angle be if Vince wasn't booking it? <laughs> if they did it right, you mean, yeah. <laughs> and they did it right. I think it'd be great. I think you'd, you'd risk um, sort of like what do you do after? Sort of. Yeah, thing. that's what I'm thinking. Like, do you assimilate all those NXT stars into the WWE roster, or do you like? If you, I don't know, if you, you bring up to NXT, uh, like on? six or five men and five women all in one go. Then NXT will be fine. It will rebuild, but there will be a long period of it being. Yeah, but I don't think that, I don't think you don't have to bring them up. Yeah, you don't have to. But it's the kind of like Raw and SmackDown aren't going to lose to developmental. Yeah, the but I yeah, think they're, they're I think... it's not developmental, aren't they? I guess. Well, so. I mean, that's it's what it's seen as. But I mean, if you were to take the. Alliance storyline that actually happened and apply it to one day NXT versus Raw and SmackDown. I think you'd get some really good story out of that. Mainly because you've got so many guys on the main roster who were more utilised and better perceived in NXT than they are in the main roster. So you, who, you could have the kind of the turncoats be, yeah, and moles yeah, the, the, the and centers, all that. Like, you know, like Christian and Stone Cold in the end and Kurt Angle was... Yeah, but you, know, you can have like Kevin, Kevin Owens would be like a he could go to NXT. So I would, I would picture Kevin. It, it would just be amazing if Vince weren't booking it. Yeah, I, mean, I know, you, I know you're saying. And personally, I think that would create a lot of buzz, and I think a lot of people would love to see it. And I think I would as well. It would create some really good matchups as well. But I, I think you're more in terms of like if someone wants to turn coat to NXT, I think you're more likely to see guys like Dillinger doing Tyler that. Because I mean, like you'd say Nakamura, but Nakamura's come up and won the Rumble and yeah, had multiple would, title matches. I think anyone like, outside, like outside of the main event scene, other than. Maybe Finn Balor. I, think. I don't even think Balor. I think he was he the first be, Universal Champion. I know, but all I think that he shit. would be a good example of someone that they could they could tease. Yeah, yeah or they could get good heat from turning. You know, yeah. um, but it's all a bit of a pipe dream. Yeah. Imagine yeah. the Survivor Series match you could get out of that though. The only problem or I guess Survivor Series uh, whole card actually. The the only problem being is that with the invasion storyline, it was literally like one of these will go out of business. Mm. Whereas with NXT, it's like yeah, exactly. it, it would be like there, there, where's the heat? That's just, what I mean by what do you do it afterwards? Like you can't. Yeah. Or, is, or how do you even get it to be a real prominent feature of Survivor you do, Series? Like, 
Triple H versus Vince, for instance. For ownership of yeah. WWE. Yeah, um, which, you know, no one would believe because they're, they're related at the end of the day. Um, although that did stop them in the 90s and the 2000s. Do you mean Triple H versus Vince an actual match? No, because I mean... Triple H would literally kill him. <laughs> uh, not in his current condition, he wouldn't. I um, still think he would with one arm. That's true. Um, but yeah, it is a bit of a pipe dream. But yeah, just for a second, imagine the Survivor Series card you could get out of that. I mean, yeah, it'd be amazing. I'd love to see it. Um, yeah, it's, it's the, the after effects of it. Mm. What happens if NXT whitewashes them? And like, that makes your main roster guys who are supposed to sell your WrestleMania tickets look shit. Well, cool. well SmackDown's it, guys look shit. So have anything to do with it. It would be 6 0 to Raw. <laughs> yeah, just Raw as well. All SmackDown people yeah. would be eliminated from all matches. And Raw would win them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and anyway, go back to reality. Um, so yeah, the build-up to the Royal Rumble would end. Perhaps quite quiet, but um, I remember. Do you watching... know what? The, again, do you know what WWE are not doing as well as they used to? What, go home shows. Go home shows. Yeah, yeah go home shows and surprises. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on surprises. But um, yeah, the build-up to the Royal Rumble was quite quiet. But I did watch the last episode of Raw and the last episode of SmackDown before the Royal Rumble, um, and it got me. Uh, to a stage where I found it really difficult to predict who was going to win. I mean, ultimately, I think we all predicted the correct winner um, for the Men's Royal Rumble. But every single time a Royal Rumble comes around, I always find it really good and really exciting when I'm not quite sure who's going to win. So I felt like with this Royal Rumble, there was about four, five different options that they could have gone with. And I think we were all pretty sure that they were going with Seth. But there are three or four alternatives that there's always that seed of work. doubt where it was like, is it is Seth too obvious? Are they going to swerve us? Yeah. Same same with the Becky thing when it was Becky and Charlotte last two. Everybody wanted to see Becky win it, but you could tell that was that kind of tension of, are we going to get swerved? Yeah. Um, and, that, and that was the same for when Nakamura. Yeah, it was Braun and well, yeah, yeah, it was um, Roman when, and Braun. Nakamura and Roman were the last two. Because you can, because if you have that person like Roman, as much as they want Roman to be cheered by everyone and adored by the by the masses, they it's a great tool to have. Where if everyone thinks that you're gonna fuck them over and make the person you love win um, over the person that the crowd wants, then you've always got that opportunity to fool people. Mm-hmm. And I think mean, that works really well. And Charlotte is now in that position, <laughs> especially in you know given reports that. A lot of people are reporting. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. Uh, we'll come back to that later. Um, but so it worked really well, and I think Seth for me was my choice to win. I thought it was the sensible choice. I think it was the right choice. Um, but I, I could only see him. When you I could only sure. see him in the main event at WrestleMania if I was going to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there was a part of me that thought they may just stick Braun in there. Um, I thought maybe Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew, Samoa Joe maybe. Drew didn't really get to do do a lot, and no, Samoa, Samoa Joe, I thought that uh, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to win at all, but I thought that he could be a, a final two or three kind yeah. of guy. Not Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, or, or Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> or, or Andrade. Andrade, yeah. Although, well, to be fair, I, my my final four that I was going to go for was Seth, McIntyre, Braun, and Andrade. Mm. So you're it was very nice. close. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think we all predicted Seth to win, didn't we? Yeah, we all did. And what? So, what were our thoughts? Firstly, what were our thoughts on the Royal Rumble match? And what are our thoughts on Seth? Which one? The men's one. We're going with for the minute. And what are our thoughts on Seth winning and going up to to WrestleMania to 
Potentially. Most likely face Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. Must be a good turn. Well, I know, but, you know, injuries and stuff. Yeah. Sub, the card is subject to change all the time. Um, which is actually a topic that I want to discuss um, immediately after this. Otherwise, I'll forget. Um, I liked it. Hmm. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it quite was as good as last year. No. Because um, last year's was just really fun. Um, but I still thought it was fun overall. I thought they one of the, the themes throughout this Royal Rumble like year, so including the women's one, was the good storytelling throughout, like mm. logical storytelling with with like feuds enhanced or started throughout. Yeah. Um I mean who didn't want to see Elias versus Jeff Jarrett going into the, <laughs> the weekend? <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I, I could still I could do without seeing it again if I'm honest, but you know. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett by the way. Pretty good shape. Yeah, it's still going. Yeah. Still looking decent. Considering he's fifty one. Mm. Um yeah, I, I I enjoyed this match. I thought the ending was good. The curb stomp on the apron. Yeah. So I was thinking, how do you get Braun over without like Braun throwing himself over with like the momentum and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. How about you, Matt? Oh, I actually thought it was better than last year. Did you? Yeah, I really enjoyed the Rumble this year. I mean, the whole event. I think more than I have in a long while. Well, I don't know if that's where we watched it, for one. Yeah. I think the atmosphere makes it a lot better. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the whole card. There's only one match that, like, I didn't enjoy, and I think it's because I was on such a high from the Women's Raw Rumble. AJ Bryan. Yeah, I just thought that let it down a little bit, but it probably didn't. It, like, if, if you, you took that, you go back and watch the match. match out of. If you uh, took it yeah. out of the thing and just put it into a normal pay view, it'd probably be quite a good match. Yeah, and if you watch that match, say on mute without like the dead crowd noise or whatever, and just watch it in isolation, it's a really good match. Because um, I rewatched it the next day, it's it is really good. Um, but yeah, I bet as soon as they found out they were going on after the Women's Rumble, they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was a, obviously the Women's Rumble was a bit, the big story coming out of the Royal Rumble, which is great. Um, Becky winning is such a big story. Everyone wanted it. Everyone expected it. And WWE, for once, did the right thing and, and just went with the crowd support. Um, but I feel like Seth's win was slightly overshadowed by it to the extent where it's almost forgotten about a little bit. I know that he goes oh, to WrestleMania so to face. There's one thing it? I do want to piss on. Go for it. Nia Jax being entered into fucking <laughs> men's. Did you say hit on or piss on? Piss on. Piss on. Because I wanted, yeah, I wanted to get everyone's opinion. You've been waiting on this. to piss on Nia Jax for ages. Exactly. <laughs> like a jellyfish sting. Yeah. Um... I didn't hate it. I mean, at the time, I was like, oh, no, why? But then, when I look at it, I think, actually, that was a really cool moment for the fans, like, to, to see her get her comeuppance as well. It was, was, was cool. It was a cool moment for Naya. It was a cool moment for the fans. And you got to remember, the alternative was our truth <laughs> Yeah. Who <laughs> was probably just going to come in and go straight after someone, and they'll pull the ropes down, and he'll be going over the top rope. Yeah. That would have been, been it. It would have been such a waste. And I was, like, moment out of it. I was like you in that when she started attacking him, I was like, oh, God, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. And 
I, when it, it would, when it was all said and done, I was like, this is literally the best thing ever. Like everyone in there, exaggeration. Everyone in there in MK11 was going nuts for it. Everyone, like, everyone would go. Everyone was pumped to see Randy Orton, RKO, Nia Jax. Well, because the initial moment, it was kind of like there wasn't quite as much of a reaction when Dolph super kicked it because that was the first contact yeah. because you keep forgetting about because it was kind of like did he actually just find a <laughs> yeah. kicker and then Rey Mysterio gives it a 619 everyone was like holy fucking shit and he just see Orton give it the arc I thought it was great and I thought it was really well executed I mean um, I feel slightly sorry for Mustafa Ali I do in a way because like he managed to get all, like 30 minutes in and he did, he'd done really well and then he gets chucked out by, yeah. by Nia Jax but she had to chuck somebody out. Did she, though? I think so, mm. to make her look like a badass. Did she injure it? Because, I mean, <laughs> she she was she apparently hurt, um, although there was no no, um, no real sign of it. Not, not even our truth I'm talking about. Um, shit, who was it? Uh, Yo Shirai. Oh, right. Her um, leg landed really awkwardly. Um yeah, I thought it was... Huh? When, when she got eliminated? Yeah, she chucked her out. She did like a... Gorilla yeah. press thingy. I don't think you could probably blame her for that. No, but yeah, very well. Very much depends on the landing. But Fuck um, she's a cunt. So, yeah. I thought it turned out really well in in, uh, in the end. Matt, well, I mean, based on the fact that there are very little surprises in the Royal Rumble match itself in terms of entrance. Um, and working on the fact, would you have rather seen R-Truth go in as 30 or would you rather have seen someone else attack R-Truth and take his place? I know who you're going to say, but that was never going to happen. I wouldn't see Kevin Owens. If he was fit, that would have happened. Exactly. If he's not fit. fit. That's like saying if Benoit was still alive. (laughs) That's a bit different. (laughs) That's a little bit different. <laughs> Kevin Owens hasn't killed anyone. Same press. That we know of. He killed Generico, didn't he? Well, that wasn't him. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I don't know, maybe... Do you know where they may have missed a trick? What? Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I mean, it was, I was a little surprised that Johnny Gargano was in it. Um, and not Ciampa. Because I feel like... I thought like last year maybe they started a, a trend or a tradition where they would have the NXT champion in it. But I can see why they wouldn't have Champa in it. Because he's so dominant as, as NXT champion that if you put him in a Royal Rumble and just have him eliminated in the way that Johnny Gargano was, yeah, it's, it doesn't look great for him, you know? Yeah, but then Whereas if you were... They got away with it with Andrade last year, I think. If yeah. you put him properly and like got him down to the final four, I don't see a problem with it. Yeah, but... I guess, yeah, I know what you're saying. The thing is... I think that's too much of you, you You want your final four to be any one of these people could win it. Yeah. And no one's going to believe that an NXT guy is going to win the Royal Rumble. And I, like Peter's been saying to me for the last couple of weeks, like, imagine if in a couple of years, like, he reckons at some point an NXT person will win the Rumble. I personally don't ever see it happening. Uh, I mean, I could see it happening in terms of, you know, not, not they could make not a storyline out of it. I don't want to be one of those guys, but not with Vince in charge. No, no. But I mean, I mean, if you were to have the NXT, an NXT guy, a main NXT guy win... You could accelerate their call up and have them in the story. Yeah, you could literally bring them up the next night. And try and fight over who they go to and who's champion. And then you can, you can make some good storylines out of that. But you haven't got much time to make a good storyline out of it between the Rumble and WrestleMania. 
and you'd have to make sure that the person you picked was a big enough star that people actually wanted to see them in that match. Yeah. And it, uh, that's quite tough to do, I think, with NXT. Because that, that's, that's, that's part of the problem, I guess, was um, where, when Gargano's music hit or when Alistair Black's music hit, there was a reaction. Yeah, I forgot Alistair Black was in the Rumble. But there wasn't a huge reaction. Like, I don't know if you've watched it back at all, no, but I, I watched watch it back it. the next day and... There wasn't a huge reaction for either one of them. The only thing I have watched back is Becky winning the Rumble. Mm. And I wanted to see... Because it felt like the crowd were really loud when we were in at NK11. But I wanted to see just probably how just loud, us. I wanted to see just how loud they were. And yeah, they were loud. Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the Royal Rumble then. I mean, we won't do a card rundown because that'll take forever. But I thought overall it was a really, really good show. Um, I thought Becky and Asuka was a really good opener. I thought it was an underrated match because it didn't. It seems it's, to have been overshadowed. It's been yeah, completely gone under the radar. But the actual match itself was really hard hitting. And Asuka looked great as a champion. Asuka looked great. It's hardly appeared since. I mean, but... a lot of people were sort of bitching about Becky tapping out, and you know, but if you take it in context now, knowing what we know, with her maybe even planning to enter the Rumble somehow. Yeah, that's that's. It's like. Saving yourself for a late. But, yeah, that was one of the things I thought was uh, like they say with uh, like two out of three falls matches. Yeah. If you're if you're in the Kokina clutch and the first fall tap quickly, so you're ready for the next yeah. fall. Um, if you know you can't get out, you might as well give up. And yeah. So if if her uh, if her plan all along, which like they could maybe get her to say in a promo, was that yeah I tapped, but it was only because I knew there was a bigger opportunity to get to Ronda. Yeah. Um, that might kind of be a like say face a bit yeah um, and you know the other matches on the card I mean the Shane Miz bar match was you know let, let's not let's not take uh, or undersell this Shane McMahon who I think is what 48 something like that something oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit a shooting star press really <laughs> clean live on pay-per-view perfectly on Cesaro and pinned him genuinely I think the first time he's ever actually hit it yeah I know and you know it, that is and I genuinely thought he was going to do a Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did do a Brock Lesnar. We've seen him do it before, just never hit. Mm. It's just It was just an insane moment. And I don't think anyone in the crowd or anyone in the pub actually thought he was going to hit it. So when he yeah. did and pinned him, it, it, it was a bit of a moment. I think people were just like, oh my God, that was amazing. When you take it away from the moment and you think, okay, Shane Man just pinned Cesaro clean. Like, you think... Okay, that's a bit shit. But yeah, in the match, I, I I can picture all of the the AEW marks going nuts over that. Oh, Cesaro, you deserve better. Yeah. Go to AEW. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, Literally at the moment, it's just a t-shirt company. And Ronda versus Sasha. I was really impressed with the match. I Ronda's best match. I'm not a massive Sasha Banks fan. I don't dislike her. Neither am I. I don't. I'm, like I'm her. getting left. Not a bank. <laughs> I don't like her face character. <laughs> I'm just gonna go on about her face no, for a second. I don't like her face. She's alright. Um, I don't like her face persona, and I don't like. Um, I'm not a massive fan of all of her in, in ring work. I feel like she's been slightly put on a pedestal, which maybe she hasn't earned yet. But that's by the by. But I actually thought I was the only one. But saying that, she. I'm not going to disrespect Ronda Rousey by saying that Sasha dragged her to a really, really good match because she didn't. Ronda played her part, but you could tell that this, you know, Sasha is the ring general out of these two. Yeah, that was, that was literally. I was going to say the term ring general and, springs to mind. And she she put together well, they put together a really, really good match. 
and you're right, Ronda, Ronda Rousey's Ronda, best Ronda's individual best match. singles match. Um, yeah, best singles match. Sasha's best match for a long time. For a long time, which potentially, don't, don't tell her that, though. <laughs> potentially <laughs> since don't tell her that, she'll block the Bailey you. match, Takeover Bailey. Yeah. Not that that was called Takeover Bailey. <laughs> Takeover Bailey. <Bailey. laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like her best work in a long time. Shows you what she can do. Given the right opponent, right? Given the right opponent and, I guess, right attitude, because there's always been a couple of questions over her attitude. And I think, uh, that's what I feel. I, I'm not sure. I don't think she has a bad attitude. But I think when she's not in the title picture, she's less interested. Yeah, and she like if you ever hear her in interviews and stuff, like she believes she's she be, she believes she's the best female wrestler in the world, and she said, oh, I, I'm, she says she's better than most of the men in the in the WWE." Mm. Um, I've just never seen it. If I'm honest, I mean, I've seen yeah, she's had seen, some really good glimpses. matches, but then she'll have a year of nothingness. Yeah, not on a consistent and it's not basis. always her fault. Um, that's you know those are the angles and the matches she's booked in and the wrestlers she's wrestling with. Often she is wrestling with less talented women. Um, she has to deal with the Nia Jaxes and the Taminas. Yeah, but mm. then you you, the you stick her in a feud with Charlotte for with Helena Cell and last woman standing and all that stuff and it's great. And I think you know WWE obviously obviously value her quite highly. She has quite uh, yeah, a big well, she has a very large fan following, especially. And that, that's why I, that's why I don't think they've turned her heel. Yeah, because she's so popular with kids. Yeah, and gay men. Gay, gay men love Sasha and Dean Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I. Yeah, I thought this was a really good match, and um, fair play to Sasha because she actually came across as a real credible threat as well. And I know the build up on Raw was was all right up until up until the Royal Rumble, and they built up the feud as probably the, one of the main feuds. They, and they built into it, the event. It very you got hot shotted very quickly. It did, yeah, and I didn't quite get it. Yeah, it was. Ronda was being very like. Ronda was I'm like, gonna beat you. You yeah. say you're gonna beat me. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say I was gonna beat you. It was literally like, yeah, what? like um, like, I'm I'm really glad I chose to have a match with you, but you know, yeah, like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try and win. Yeah. Hold on a minute, you think you're gonna win? You bitch. Um, and yeah, so like, hold on, don't call me out for thinking I'm gonna win. You're a bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's how she is in general. What Sasha? Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. It's hard to I tell. think that that if someone said, oh, "I think I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you," I think she would be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, maybe she does come across as a little bit arrogant. But um, I'm Snoop Dogg's cousin, do you know? <laughs> I do know. But you know, she comes across well in like the um, is it Smashing Glass Ceilings documentary that her uh, and Charlotte were featured in. Yeah, she came across quite well in that. And you know, she's still very young. She's got a long career ahead of us. Uh, ahead of her, she sorry. doesn't kill herself in the ring. That's what she doesn't kill herself in the ring. Um, well, and, the know, things I, a, big, a big fan base, so I can see why. One well, the things I did really enjoy about that match was I'm I'm 99 sure that her um, her ring gear kind of coming undone was a was not meant to happen, not planned. Yeah. But her use of her kind of arm straps through Ronda's mouth and the bank statement, yeah, was really innovative. Because yeah. it just completely added to it, but the crowd reacted to it as well. Yeah. It wasn't something that went. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the rumor that I've, I've heard of just this afternoon? Um, with what? It involves Sasha Banks. <clears throat> Go for it. She's going to AEW. <laughs> yeah. No. So she's not really stupid. Dog's cousin. The, her and Bailey are going to win the tag titles. The women's tag titles. And then they will face the Bella Twins at WrestleMania. 
with oh, Stephanie as a special guest referee because she invented women's wrestling. <laughs> um, that's not quite a rumour I'd heard, um, but it is, part, it is one of them. I've heard that the Bellas were going to AEW. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I've heard that. I've they, heard everyone's going to AEW. I've heard that the, the Bailey and Sasha would win the titles at Elimination Chamber and then go on to face Trish and Lita at WrestleMania, which to me just makes absolutely no sense. Um, but the other rumour I've heard is that Nia Jackson, and Tamina are going to win the titles and then the Bailey and Sasha will beat them for the titles at WrestleMania, which to me sounds much more likely. Sounds way more feasible. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, well, it depends. If Bailey and Sasha lose at the Elimination Chamber, it's, then, currently, then winning them it's currently internet rule that if you lose a match, you're going to AEW. That's true. Yeah. Anybody who loses a match. I mean, there's a AEW. lot of people in a match you're going to lose. So WWE are going to lose a lot of people. Do you want to hear the latest AEW rumour that I heard? What's that? There was one which is, is completely I heard a few this week. Was that John Cena? Oh, I've not heard that one. <laughs> Apparently they may try to make contact with John Cena. But the one that's come that out today was... Because there was, there was rumour that they were um, going after like a top level yeah. star who... Turned out to be Randy Orton. Right. That's never going to happen. And somebody, one of the dirt sheet guys, apparently reached out to AEW and they've come back and said that, um, well, we, we've never made contact with him. It sounds like somebody's agent making up this story to try and get more money for their client out right. of a deal. Um, but apparently the word is, Randy's perfectly happy to go and talk to AEW as long as it will get him some money. <laughs> <laughs> so the other rumours I've heard this week are that they're trying to sign Brock Lesnar. Oh, I haven't heard that one. That they are trying to sign Shinsuke Nakamura. I've and heard that, that one. they are def- definitely signing AJ Styles. Yeah, I've heard that one as well. Because there was another rumour that went out saying AJ's had signed a contract. That's true, and he tweeted to and deny he was that just quite like, quickly. Have I? Like, yeah. I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, there's been rumours about AJ for a little while. To be I fair. mean, have you seen Finn Balor's posts lately? That's what he did the Finn Freeze with Jericho. He did a Finn Freeze with Jericho. That was just an old a, photo. Just, yeah, it was old. And just a couple of hours ago, he posted a picture with Neville as well. Both, oh, of, really? both of them with no caption or context. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> literally, literally all the response to those tweets have just been the Cody Rhodes ear gift. Yeah. I've heard that Chris Jericho is on ridiculous money. He would be. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's said like the money is really good, but it was like he's he's he said at the same time like it's not about the money. He doesn't need the money. He's got the money. And this, so this like, is well, what, then um, take a bit of a cut. This is kind of uh, go, takes me back to the point I made at the beginning of the show, where I said I wasn't particularly thrilled about the whole formation of the of AEW. It's mainly I'm not particularly thrilled with Chris Jericho. I kind of—it sounds stupid and ridiculous. Do you feel betrayed? I feel betrayed by Chris Jericho. It's, it is a bit weird, and also I feel like he's—he—he's going to play, and I don't know how much of this is true or not, but he's—he's going to play up to the fact that he's—he's he's moving on from WWE and moving on to better things for him. And I think, to me, who was such a massive Jericho-holic when I was younger, um. The thought of Jericho wrestling for another North American company, firstly, it's something he said he wouldn't do. Secondly, the fact that I know he's doing it 
because he's getting paid a shit ton of money. And also, I feel like he's being quite disrespectful towards WWE these days. Like, the tweets he put out during the Royal Rumble, for instance. Everyone yeah. accused him of being drunk during the time, and he'd come back and said, no, I wasn't drunk. Well, if you weren't drunk, then you're just a dick. Yeah, I didn't agree with either yeah. of those tweets. Because um, he was talking about Brock Lesnar's gut, and we were all talking yeah. about how great Brock Lesnar looked. Um, and it, he's sent a tweet Brock out Lesnar saying... Brock Lesnar looks trim. Look, the trimmest he's looked for a long time. He's lost a lot of weight. And he, he said... He did, Not just a muscle, but... tweet about... Um, to like, be fair, I'd like to see Jericho say it to his face. I'd like well, to see Jericho say it to himself when he looks at yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sent out that other one about um, we don't want your, yeah, your scraps and, and your, that's your, your that's anybody's. That's what I thought was really disrespectful because it's like, as much as we enjoy you pushing your randoms, we're only interested in like six to seven of your of your guys. Yeah. We and don't need you to survive. Did, like, you, did you see someone Chris, Someone you said do. like uh, they... they added Zack Ryder in that and mm. was like um, oh yeah you guys should definitely sign Zack Ryder and he was just like not interested um, <laughs> yeah have you I guess you probably haven't have you listened to Jericho's solo podcast I started listening to it but then didn't finish it, it I've gives... got up to the bit where he, he started to explain it gives you a why lot. he's joined and then he got to the bit about the cruise and then I had to turn it off it, it gives you a lot of insight into the conversations he's had with WWE mm. in the kind of year leading up to it so what has he had what conversations has he had with him because from my point of view it sounds like he's he's left on pretty bad terms because Vince is a bit like what the fuck man and Jericho's like well I've got more money over here so I'm gonna go there no it, it didn't come across that way in in the in the uh in his episode it was kind of like there was a lot of um to and fro in that they were going to do something with him and then they weren't and then they were going to do something, and then maybe he wasn't available, but he would try and be available, and then they decided not. There was a lot of just kind of not like plans that weren't concrete. I know, see, I know that he seemed quite pissed off about the um, the Undertaker Rusev casket match situation. He mucked around a bit in that, and then he flew all the way to Saudi Arabia for like three, three minutes of yeah. the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, he didn't seem too annoyed, I guess, but it was like. like I uh, guess I'm he not was. doing that again, sort of thing. Yeah. Despite uh, the fact that he's well, he, the biggest pain in his career. I think he pissed Vince off by... Sort of, he sort of lied to Vince, really, because he said he was doing a one... He was doing one show, and that was against Kenny Omega. And then the next night he comes out, out and... pretty much produces his own... match again. Yeah. And I think that that would have pissed Vince off. It was... Um, yeah, I think Vince didn't know that he was going to win the title and do more. Yeah. Um, that that kind of irked Vince a bit because Jericho said he was pitching... Um, like, well, no, it was after he'd won it. And Jericho said that he was pitching an Intercontinental versus Intercontinental match at SummerSlam with Rollins. Which was just never going to happen. Um, and there was apparently some consideration, but Vince was just like, there's no way because... Like I'm not promoting you in a high profile feud and then you go off and wrestle with someone else. Yeah. So, um yeah, that's fair. Which is fair enough, that's totally like Yeah, I mean that's totally fair. Like like Barclays aren't gonna advertise for Nat West. No. So yeah, it's it's entirely fair. Um but that's that's when it kind of seemed to I guess that's that's when it looked like Jericho's mind started to, to kind of turn, I guess. Mm. Um but yeah, he said he's gone off on good terms, like him and Triple H and stuff. Uh, uh, they all handled it very like kind of classily and stuff. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just seems I like a shame. I can see them using that 
as a oh well we got Jericho he was a WWE guy well that's the that's the thing that's the exact opposite of what it should be about because as far as I'm aware all elite yeah. wrestling should be about um, it's guys. signing independent guys and building them up to superstars yeah. with potentially one or two but no more than that like proper yeah. real household names so the fact that every wrestling fan says um, oh yeah I think Rusev's unhappy therefore he should go to AEW or like if you want so many WWE guys to go to AEW mm. it's just going to become WWE Mark 2 yeah. emphasis on the mark exactly and they'll just get and then, yeah, and then you're just going to bitch and moan about the indie guys not getting signed mm. because all the money and all the space is being taken up by the rich WWE guys, ex-WWE guys. Yeah, and I think like a lot of people mo- bemoan the size of WWE's roster and how that means that like, a lot of people don't get opportunities. But if every single person that they're clamouring for goes to AEW, it's they're going to have exactly the same, same problem. Thing. They're not going to get to see Rusev at the top of the AEW card. Because people say, like, Ryder and Cesaro should win um, mid-card titles or the world title, and if they don't, they should go to AEW. (laughs) All right, so they go to AEW. Who's winning the title? Who's winning the match between Cesaro and Zack Ryder? (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm assuming that as soon as... Oh, I'm pretty sure Kenny Omega might be their champion at some point. (laughs) Well, it's going to be Adam Page. Well, Adam Page, yeah. Um, I'm assuming that as soon as anybody in AEW loses a match, everyone will be like, go to WWE! Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited and interested to see what happens. It's just I'm already pissed off because of the fans. Yeah, and listen, I'm, I'm interested. Not, don't get me wrong. It would be foolish not to be interested. It's a massive deal. Um, I just think, give it five years, lads. Yeah, exactly. Till you start, like... Yeah, give it... No, mouthing give off it on Twitter. Get, get a TV deal first, and then, and then come back and be like... Yeah, we were airing this every week. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things he did, that Jericho did say on his episode, was that there is definite strong interest from sure the companies. Sure, it is. They were apparently, because they were in, um, uh, they were at the Super Bowl this week. Yeah. And that was in Atlanta, wasn't Atlanta, it? Atlanta, yeah. Um, and they were apparently in there for quite quite a few days, where it, which is where the uh, Turner Broadcasting headquarters is. Yeah. Um, well, I think Ted Turner le- has learned his lesson. Yeah, um, Matt. Do you do you follow? Do you watch on YouTube Cody's channel? No, I didn't know he had one. You should watch Cody's channel. They're they're usually about like five minute clips. Like they 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 kind of started all around like all in time. He was doing like he did about six episodes, all about ten minutes long of um, building up to all in, and like it was like the jit background build up, building up characters and stuff. But now he's he's starting to do more with um, AEW as well. He's done, I think, two episodes for that. Um, and they're just... Like, there's no characters or anything like that. It's all just legit. Like, this is what's going real, on behind the scenes. Real stuff. Um, including, like, them making... What made me how this kind of week stuff. was... On being the elite, was the fact that Billy Gunn can still not act or do anything on camera. <laughs> I thought he did all right. He is awful. Didn't say much. It's saying something that in 2019, both Road Dogg and Billy Gunn are quite prominent in the wrestling industry still. Yeah, he, he's the, uh, the head coach and producer at the moment. Executive producer or something, isn't he? No, not executive. Or one of them, head booker or something. Um, Christopher Daniels is head of talent relations. Is he? Hmm. Just until JR signs his contract. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll just be Conte, won't he? 
I, I don't know. think he will be. Well, do you not remember about six months ago there was rumors, there was rumors that, that him and Jericho were starting one up, yeah. Um, which you know seems to have been wide of the mark. I don't actually heard anything from Jim Ross about it, so I don't know if he's being tight-lipped for a reason or. I I heard him briefly mention it on an episode of his podcast. I don't get to listen to it these much, that much these days, mm. but um, he's actually quite boring. Um, Howdy, folks. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what's on my mind. Um, yeah, he did briefly mention it, and he was like, "Yeah, fair play to those boys and stuff," but there wasn't a lot into it. Mm, fair enough. I mean, fair play to them. They've done really well for themselves, but you're not in the same league as WWE yet. So have you heard the rumour that supposedly the, the Bucks and Cody, not Bucks and uh, Kenny, I mean, were offered six-month deals? What, AEW? At WWE. Oh, no. Supposedly. Six-month deals worth a shit ton of money. What on earth would WWE do that? I don't know. Because there, there was also... Then they'll just leave and go to AEW. There, there was this uh, stuff going around about um, um, the... The, being the elite basically becoming a network show and mm. said you can literally do exactly what you do keep it all the exact same or just stick it on the network mm. um, which is I've heard they offered Kenny Omega a shit ton of money yeah they've apparently offered him loads of money and like like support for all his gaming and his YouTube and all that kind of stuff mm. um, and supposedly promised him a big mania program but I mean you're getting kind of close to the wire now yeah a little bit Kenny Omega's going to AEW you know, it's one of the most obvious yeah, things there's, there's, going there's, in, in wrestling at the minute um, no way I mean if he didn't oh, would it be amazing he's not going to WWE he, he just, just, want, he just wants nah. to be with his mates at the end of the day he'll, he'll turn up on Raw or Smackdown after Mania not the one we go to the week after he won't he's not going to WWE nah he's not maybe he will one day I don't think he will though It'll be like an AJ Styles. He'll be there in like 12 years' time when he's like past his prime. So that's AJ Styles. He is past his prime, isn't he? Really? Hmm. As great as he is. One of the things I actually wanted to touch on was... Valentine's Day. Before I forget, was... You um, did say you would. Yeah, exactly. Because you mentioned the term... The what? The term, card subject to change. Mm. And it's been a feature that WWE been doing a lot lately, and I don't know if I agree with it, where they're advertising things with no intention of delivering that thing. See, um, so, the Royal Rumble, for instance. John Cena at the Royal Rumble. They apparently knew from the start that they weren't going to put him in. Because he's filming a movie. But they've advertised him anyway. Braun v. Brock. Braun versus Brock. They went, get the tickets in. They said, sold, huge title it. match on Raw this week. Balor versus Lashley for the Intercontinental Championship. That match didn't happen. That's true. We've seen it a lot in the past, and it seems to be becoming a lot more of a, a common thing lately. And or like you see things, uh, you see matches announced in the week on social media because they have to announce everything in advance, and then they don't even announce it's not happening. Just nothing happens. That match just disappears. Mm. Um, it's pissing me off because it's like it's quite unethical in a way. I mean. I get, what you, I get what you're saying, and, and I agree to a certain extent. Is that ethical? Like I don't know if I'd go that far. I think, at the end of the day, they are a business who are entitled to do what they want. And I know that they, they try and entice views and tickets by, you know, using the big stars. 
end of the day, these big stars are contracted to WWE and they can use them however they see fit. But I get what your point. I get yeah. your point. It, it is it's just like misleading. like when when they do things like if someone gets injured or whatever, then that's out of your control. But when you're doing things to like with absolutely no intention of delivering what it is you've advertised, yeah, I think it's a bit dodgy. Yeah, it's a bit like saying you've um, built a football stadium and that you're all going to play in it, and then you just never fucking play in it. When, when's oh, that? Let's happened? not take out fucking our own team. Come on, <laughs> come on, guys. Um, but no, I get, I get your point. It's a very fair one. Um, speaking of cards subject to change, what was that, Matt? Did you, you get knocked, knocked, knocked over the head with a fucking bed? <laughs> <Right, laughs> <in> the cab. <laughs> All right, Sam, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, card, speaking of cards, subject to change. Now we've made a we made a one of many new followers actually uh, over the last couple of days online, didn't we, Aiden? You did, yes. Because uh, you sent out a particularly good tweet about I made um, a meme that the kids like. Then, yes, the kids all found <laughs> the kids this are, meme. Kids are all over their memes. It went bacterial. Is that how you say it? Gone viral. Our hundred Gone viral. I mean, you know, by the normal internet standards, it's not particularly good. But we've got like over 300 likes on something, which is great. Um, but anyway, out of the just multitude, just well. 100 retweet. Hey. Um, out of the multitude of new followers that we seem to have gained from this, um, one guy, is it at Hill Champer? Something like that. Heel Champer, yeah, that's the one. Heel Champer. Um, very nice guy. Offered nice to be guy. on the show. Lovely guy from Ohio. Um, he asked logistics, a, but you know, yeah. he asked a particular question. Aiden, what did he ask us to raise? He wanted to know our, our our opinions on the possibility of Charlotte being added to the Ronda Becky match. Okay, well, I don't yes. want to fucking tell him what my opinion is. You don't want to. I'm only joking. <laughs> Be nice to our new friends. He said he will listen, so is his shout out. I don't know your real name, but Hill Champer. Fuck you, Hill Champer. Fuck you. Don't be a dick. God, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just your natural instinct, isn't it? I don't trust new people. <laughs> well, he's a fan of ours, and uh, we he's asked us to raise something, and we were going to raise it. So, Matt, do the nice, cur- courteous thing and give your opinion. Say thank you, Heel Champer, for the question. <laughs> thank you, Heel Champer, for the question. I fucking hate the fact that they're going to try and shoehorn Charlotte into this match. She does not deserve it. She does not need to be anywhere near it. Put her in the title match against Asuka. I don't mind that. Hashtag shoehorn Charlotte. Away from this match. Okay. I kind of anticipated that that would be your your opinion, Matt, so thanks for not letting me down. (laughs) (laughs) What would you have done if I'd have gone, I think it's a great (laughs) idea. I would have probably left in shock. Um, Aiden, how about you? I'm indifferent. I have. I'm so confused right now, because <coughs> if you if you don't add Charlotte to that, I have no idea what she does. I mean, yeah, you could have a face Asuka, but then if you do add Charlotte to it, who the fuck faces Asuka? Yeah. <laughs> My, the, what I was thinking on SmackDown earlier was um, it makes it difficult because she's got the title at the moment. But Shayna Baszler, if she ever loses at any time before. Like in the next couple of weeks yeah. on NXT, maybe Shayna Baszler, but I have literally no idea who goes for Asuka if Charlotte doesn't. Yeah. Um, 
the fact that they unless they bring someone up I like Shane Baszler the fact that they are mentioning it on TV like that's how they opened Smackdown this week with Charlotte being like I'll fucking do it yeah um, makes me think it's definitely not going to happen no I was thinking it's definitely something they're, they're considering because I don't even know if they have the plan yet mm. um, because unlike apparently all of the fucking internet rumours I don't actually work for WWE so I don't know what the fuck goes on yeah so yeah I really don't know I don't want her to be added to it mm-hmm. but I can see why because when you think of it who's a bigger female star like you just you take Charlotte is a bigger star globally and overall mainstream than Becky. Mm. Probably not um, not, yeah, not, not Ronda. So you, you take Becky and Ronda out, uh, out of the equation, who's bigger than Charlotte? And when you think of matches back in the Attitude Era, there were stars left, right and centre, mm. and they were always, always in the same feuds, always in the same matches. We had, with the exception of Rikishi, six of the biggest Attitude Era, or five of the biggest Attitude Era guys in the Hell in a Cell match. Rikishi ain't nothing that match, man. <laughs> He's a bad, bad man. He did for the rock. So, when you think of star power, there's no way they, and it's, if it's the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania, there's no way you leave Charlotte out of that. Yeah. But, at the same my, time, my personal preference is um, singles match. Yeah. How much piss would it boil to see Charlotte added to that match. How much piss would it be if she won? If she won. <laughs> um, but listen, I mean, I I agree with both of you in a way. And I don't want to see Charlotte added to the match. And so both of you, I agree with you there. Do I think they will do it? It's very 50-50 at the moment. I say... And no, in my head... I'd no, like in to... my heart, I say no, they won't do it. Because I feel like they yeah. want to keep this momentum with Becky going. I'd like to imagine they have enough faith in Becky. Yeah. And Ronda. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's Becky. a case of, of not having faith in that match per, per se. I just think, you're right, what does, like, if Charlotte goes into the, the, the match with Asuka, how much of an afterthought is that going to feel like? Like, Charlotte versus Asuka 2 is a big deal. Yeah. Like, that is, like, their match with WrestleMania last year was probably one of the most underrated matches I've seen in a long, long time. Um, the result was unexpected. Chance for Asuka to get her revenge. You know, the story is written itself already. Because last year, Charlotte went in as champion. Yeah. She retained. Can Asuka do the same? Yeah. Uh, so that story is written. But if you have Charlotte versus Asuka and, and Becky versus Ronda on the same card, I mean, I'm all for it. I think that would be great. But some of that shine is, is taken. Charlotte versus Asuka is a main event, is a pay-per-view main event quality match on its own. Yeah. Um, I guess the thing is... Um, if you've got three mega stars in one match, mm. and then a star in Asuka and not so bright of a star in, I would say Naomi, for example, yeah. then does that do as much for women's wrestling on a WrestleMania card as two superstars? Well, you've got Charlotte and Asuka and Becky and Ronda. Yeah. Does two of two matches of those magnitude elevate it higher than a mega match and a all right match? Yeah, I don't know. But listen, in my heart, I feel WWE won't add her. But in my head, I think it makes a lot of sense. Like people, people, the thing. What what I think people are struggling with is they feel like if Charlotte gets added to the match, Charlotte it's taken wins. away from Becky's shine, and Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte wins. But what if Becky beats Charlotte and Ronda? 
that that's the thing. That's what I'm thinking of is this story started with Becky and Charlotte at SummerSlam or leading yeah. up to SummerSlam. Ronda's so, like this inter like this interim sort of addition Be- in the middle. Becky and Charlotte was a storyline before Ronda became a thing. Yeah. So it it makes sense WrestleMania is meant to be the the be all and end all. Well, not, not really the right term, but the end but, of the story. And you say that, but then Becky and Ronda haven't had that match that they were supposed to have at Survivor Series. Yeah, and that's what makes me think that that's the one thing that makes me think that they're going to leave it as it is because they didn't get to have that match and the uproar about it was so intense that but I guess when you think they know people want to see this match so they don't even have to take a gamble on it because they know people want to see it when you think of it in storyline terms though you've I think got... if they'd have had their match at Survivor Series this would definitely be a triple threat match at Wrestlemania I'm not even 100%. sure that we'd still be in the Becky Ronda situation we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in the happen. Becky Ronda situation and they owe Nia Jax a lot of money because there's no way in hell they'd be near the main main event or even being considered for the main event Ronda probably would but you know um, <laughs> it, would, it would be Ronda Charlotte that yeah. would be the match yeah. but what we've got to remember in storyline is Charlotte snaps and beat the shit out of Ronda at Survivor Series and then Ronda cost them both the title at TLC mm-hmm so, both of them, yeah. Yeah, both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like she was an equal opportunities offender. Um, <laughs> so it makes per- like in that instance, it makes sense for Ronda to want both of them. Yeah. For Becky to want Ronda, for Charlotte to want Ronda, mm. for Becky and Charlotte to want each other. Mm. Everyone wants everyone. <laughs> they will. Um, but my my concern if WWE go this route is that the fans are just going to be so annoyed by it, shit on it that without they would shit a on chance. it. And I'm not I'm not saying this to be controversial or to piss people off because I don't like to piss people off. But a match with Becky versus Ronda is going to be great. A match with Becky versus Charlotte is going to be great. Charlotte versus Ronda will be great. Will be but be Becky versus Charlotte versus Ronda will be better. Will be better than any of those combinations. Yeah. And you, can, you know you can just do more things like like think of. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte versus Sasha, Charlotte versus Becky, Becky versus Sasha. It was alright, but their triple threat match at WrestleMania 32 was the best match on the card. Yeah, and it wasn't hard. I don't know if it would have been if it was a singles match. Yeah, it exactly. would have been. It would have been nowhere near as memorable. Exactly, it was a great moment as well, and you know because they had that the whole women's. Title. I was like, oh yeah, women can wrestle by the way. <laughs> yeah, these are the three best women we've got, and look, they're all great at wrestling, um, and I think. It's un- there's no doubt about it that those three are WWE's biggest female stars. Yeah. And why They're would the top you not at the use that? I mean, you, I agree what you say about the, the Charlotte Asuka thing. Like, it does great to have two of those high-quality matches between four big stars. But Asuka isn't as big a star as those as the other three, if I'm honest. She's great. No, she's a big she, star she's not but the, op- the, the problem is if you don't pair her with Charlotte then you have to pair her with someone who's on an even lower level than her or a whole bunch of people who are on a lower level than her uh, yeah another six pack match yeah but I'm just thinking uh, Wrestlemania the, we're going to have how many title matches well quite a lot <laughs> um, if, if you think of the addition of the women's tag team titles although show. I mean well, if they're going to do a a, a, a Battle Royal yeah, because then know. you can't have like six women from Smackdown face Asuka or whatever because they'll all be in the Battle Royal and they'll be too tired from wrestling seven hours before the match true, yeah. I mean if they have some sort of tag team 
that royal or tag team uh, elimination match for the titles, that really does reduce the amount of options that you can go with with Asuka, doesn't it? Especially when the amount of options in a tag team battle royal, <laughs> they, they've fairly str- SmackDown struggled to get three teams for the fucking chamber. Yeah, but especially now they're throwing like random teams together. Naomi like, and Carmella. Naomi, for instance, which is just a bit strange. Are oh, they both dance? Stick them together. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It's a controversial. <coughs> oh, fucking hell. Edit this bit out. <coughs> it's a controversial. Um, time for WWE because I feel like they can either not put her in and take the hit on what would probably be a great match and probably sell a lot of tickets well they've already sold tickets but you know get a lot of views Uh, or they can go with what the fans actually are asking for and clamouring for give them what they want um, and then try and build something on the back of it I don't know what either way I feel like they're missing out on something yeah they will which um, is a shame because like it's what this feels like because this has grown so organically this whole Becky Lynch thing that it feels a shame that at the end of this story I just say that WrestleMania would be the end of the story but it feels like it should be especially with the news about Ronda Rousey's contract and stuff like that which may or may not be true um, it feels it would be a shame for something so organic that's grown so organically to have to end without like, having explored all of the options. Yeah, and I mean, it always leaves a door option, uh, door open, I guess. Mm. But, um, I suppose, speaking of what the um, of what the fans want, I'm going to give you a scenario here, and I want both your opinions on it, or both your answers. Yeah, Aiden's got all demanding. He still thinks he's the host. Well, <laughs> my, my house, my equipment, <laughs> yeah. my laptop. Um... <sighs> Becky wins the title. Seth loses. Seth wins the title. Becky loses. Mm. Who are you going for and why? Well, this does have to be one of those two scenarios. Yeah, you, only one of them can win the title of Mania. Um, I think if that were to be the case, I would rather see Seth beat Brock. Agreed. Matt? Oh. Come in the room for Maria. What's, what, what, what in the rear? You put, put me in dilemma. No. Oh. Because, obviously, I want to see Brock lose. Because I'd rather the title be fought every week. And Rawlins will do that. But then I really want to see Becky win. I want to see... Oh, fuck it, I'm going to go Rawlins. <clears throat> I want to see Becky win... But I've seen Becky with the title lately, and I've seen her beat Charlotte, and we haven't seen Rollins with a title since he's been injured, and we've never seen him with that particular title, and it's, it's got to be the end of Brock's reign of terror as Universal Champion. Like, There's only so long they can keep, keep that up of him not being around. I know, but we fought that last time. And I just... I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> In an unrelated note. <laughs> um, no, I just and it's not because I'm a Seth Rollins mark, because I am. No. But, yeah, I, 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 it's got to be him. I mean, the way I see it, a lot of people have already worked themselves into the situation whereby Becky's beating Ronda at WrestleMania. It's not a foregone conclusion, by the way. 
Um, it, it does, I think, entirely depend on what the main event is. Yeah. But I before this, with last year's WrestleMania, I did everyone know. thought foregone conclusion, Roman beats Brock. I predicted Brock. Did you? I predicted Brock and AJ. Oh. But everyone, most people thought that, and look what we got, you know? Roman got the shit kicked out of him. Fucking well did. Um, Brock threw the title at Vince. Yeah. Um, what a do. But, um, yeah, so my point being, it's not a foregone conclusion that Becky beats, beats Ronda. Uh, and I feel like people need to prepare themselves for that eventuality because yeah, it, it, it's more than, you know, a 50-50 shot that that might actually happen. That's <laughs> probably, you know, Ronda's going to go on a two-year reign. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't mind, I would not mind if Becky did what Charlotte did at Survivor Series. I mean, I feel like that'd be a... I cannot beat her. Yeah, I see what you mean. I feel like it'd be a bit of a cop-out for a WrestleMania main event. If that's the main event, there's zero chance that that's happening. Even even if it's not, there's zero chance that's happening. Yeah. I think if it if it did have to be one or the other wins between Seth and Becky, um, it entirely, for me, depends on them which match is the main event. Because yeah. surely this year, they're going to want to try and end it on a high. Because, I mean, when you think of last year... We had the shit match at the end, and then mm. like no one wanted to see Lesnar win. Yeah. The year before that, you had an awful match between Roman and Taker. Yeah. And then you had the moment with Taker where you thought, oh, "Shit, he's retiring." Yeah. And that didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> WrestleMania 32, we had a boring match boring with Triple match. H and Reigns, and then no one wanted to see either of them win. Yeah. 31 was the last good ending. Yeah. But not because of Reigns and Lesnar, because although it turned out to be a really good match, no one wanted either of them to win. Yeah. So, but I mean, I feel like this is different. I mean, I know WWE have said how oh, they they're like they're starting and they're starting to give the fans what they want. It's a new era and stuff, and they want to give the fans what they want. Well, the fans want Seth to beat Brock, and they want Becky to beat Ronda. So let's see if that is how. Yeah, let's see if they stick to their word. They are about that because they already they put they made well they booked them both to win the Royal Rumbles. Mm. So. You know, step one achieved. Both Rumble winners last year didn't win at Mania. That's true. Um, And then had shit years. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. Like uh, we'll see um, how they how they go with it. But if I had to choose one, I'd pick Seth to beat Brock because I just can't be bothered with Brock Lesnar. I mean, I like Brock Lesnar as a as a competitor. Don't know the guy yeah, personally. I, I personally, I think he's a big draw, but I don't think have he him needs around. to be champion to be a big draw. I'm almost always interested when it, when his matches come around, and when he when they when his matches are right, his match with Finn, hmm. his match with Daniel Bryan, his match with AJ, his he's had a good match with Roman. Yeah, they're good. I honestly think it matters to Brock Lesnar if he thinks it's going to be a shit match. He just doesn't give zero fucks. Yeah. Like, just like we've heard situation. with Ambrose, and people say he doesn't care, but he definitely does. Mm. That that would be part of the reason why why he threw the title at Vince after Mania. He was not only, not only happy with the crowd reaction, not happy that the match was shit. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, he definitely does care because well, the thing I find with Brock Lesnar matches is that the things. When you when you see him kind of um, on on the back foot in his matches, they're things that anybody can relate to. If that makes sense. So, for example, his his thing with Finn Balor, it started it turned when he got shoved into the table rib first mm. or stepped stomach first, 
everybody knows that hurts. Mm. His thing with Daniel Bryan, he got kicked in the balls mm. and then couldn't recover. Everybody knows that hurts. I've I've never been four fifty'd. <laughs> I don't know what that feels like. Yeah. But I know what getting in the balls or like hitting my ribs on a thing or stubbing my toe feels like. Mm. So Brock brothers to turn match turn because he stubbed his toe on the announce table. Fucking Spanish announce table. Um yeah, that, that's what makes his matches interesting, is that you go, oh, fuck, that hurts. Yeah. Um, and it has to be one of those things for it to hurt Lesnar, because, mm. yeah, I mean, a suplex might hurt, but I don't know. Yeah. I've never properly been real suplexed off, not on a trampoline. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what, what when I find his matches interesting. Mm. Or why I find his matches interesting. But at the same time, we're all desperate to see him lose the title. Yeah, literally, stick around as long as you want. Just don't have the title. You don't need it. Yes. Don't. I, I want to see Paul Heyman with someone else now. I don't mind if he sticks with Lesnar, but have him, have him fiddle with someone else. Not fiddle with someone else. <laughs> what a terrible choice of words. Yeah, that's not what I meant. <laughs> anyway. Have him corrupt someone. <laughs> Take away their innocence. Like what? Um... Pop their chair. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you make some good points. Um, of course I do. Question, of course you do. One question I did have for both of you, actually. Do we think WWE will go the cheap route and use Roman Reigns as part of this storyline? Yes. I don't, I don't know what they will do or why, but I, there will definitely be mentions of it. Because... Um, there's a lot of history between Brock and Roman. The yeah, there's day. the Brock and Roman history. Who? When was it? Oh, Triple H mentioned it last week to Dean Ambrose. Yes, he did. Yeah. Like they they brought it up. Yeah. Like, aren't you the guy who turned it back on? Blah blah. blah. Mm. So. Which, by the way, was a strange segment, and which I thought was going to lead to more. Maybe we'll do. Potentially. Mm. Um. But yeah, I think they will. Maybe not as a prominent feature, but it will, they'll definitely mention it. Do we think Seth winning the title? Will Michael Cole will be on dedicated the... to Roman. Right, yeah, Michael Cole will be straight on it. So this is for the big dog because he needs to get it in <laughs> for the big dog. Um, yeah, I... but it's, do you know what's good? We won't fucking hear it. Well, we may. Oh, yeah. He may come out. Oh yeah, we, I hear what you mean. We're not going to hear the commentary. Yeah. I always, do you know what? Every single time I've been to wrestling, I always get there and think, "Oh yeah, there's no commentary." Yeah. <laughs> and Unless, now I'll be like, "Oh yes, there's no commentary." Unless they do like, because I feel like I saw them. Maybe, 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 they, maybe I didn't. But like when when I went to um, Silverstone for the F1, they've got little headset things in with commentary in, because um, you obviously when you get to see a little bit of it. So if they were to do something like that, then maybe not that we'd be forced to wear them. Yeah. But, um, I want to. I'd like to hear the Spanish. <laughs> well, they've got them on the network. Can you speak Spanish? No. <laughs> but I just want to hear what they do when they go through their table. You don't need to speak Spanish. You just need to be able to listen to it's Spanish. Like German now, isn't it? Aren't they the favourites to go through? Yeah, you've got German, you've got Russian, you've got Chinese, Mandarin, you've got uh, Japanese. French. I'd also like to hear the Japanese because... Uh, Portuguese. Because um, my favourite backseat tater is... What? <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. I thought you had said the French. Word, no, Japanese, you said. 
Oh, he's the French. Um, yeah, they'll use they'll use Roman like as a story. I'm not sure, but I think they may. I don't know. I I think if they I do use they it, don't. it'll just be Michael Cole, like you say, mentioning it. Like if he was to win the title over and over yeah. and over and over and over again. Do you? I I guess we briefly mentioned Ambrose. Mm. The rumors being he's leaving. Yeah, they've fully they've announced formally announced it two months in advance that when his contract expires in April, mm-hmm. I don't know when in April it is, uh, he'll be gone. And John, else, Jonathan Good, they use his real name. Who else is a bit torn as to how they feel WWE are playing this? I I, I think I think it's a work. I I think it's a work. I think it's a storyline, but I. I'm surprised that they didn't mention it on TV because I feel like they, like, you know what Corey is like, where he's constantly harassing Rene. I kind of assumed that maybe they might go down that avenue. Or. I don't know. It's hard because they use the weird line. There's still time. There, there's still loads of time. They've still got two months. But they used the weird line at the end of the, at the end of the post they made, where it says, um, "We we wish that he returns to WWE in the future." Which, if you read any of their other um, best endeavors uh, or best in your future endeavors posts, they don't say that. For me, I, it depends what his matches at WrestleMania, whether it's a work or not. If he has a match at WrestleMania, then it's if a he's work. In the Giant Battle Royal, yes, it's it's over. If he actually has a match, then no, it's not. Yeah, if he if he has a match at WrestleMania, then there's surely no way it's a work because the way I see it, and I put a tweet out similar, saying that if he if he is legitimately leaving, mm-hmm. and you see people bitching moaning about him being buried this week, why would you not? bury him yeah you would bury him you wouldn't even put him on TV I'm not going to have him go on a winning streak maybe go for a title or whatever if he's legitimately going to leave because I might as well spend that time building up somebody else who's going to be there in two months so if he has a match at Mania I it surely can't be at work even if the story going into it say him versus Triple H and uh, he pushes Triple H to the breaking point where Triple H says look if, if you want me you got me but if you lose you're gone it's surely a storyline, but yeah, I'm just surprised they didn't mention it or bring it up to Rene. Yeah, I was a bit surprised, if I'm honest. I, I thought just completely ignored it. Yeah, and I feel like it's you know, even if he is leaving. I mean, it part of me thinks, part of me agrees with you and, and thinks if he is leaving, then why would they put him on TV? Why would they invest any time or money in him? Because it doesn't make any sense to do so. Um, or, but at the same time, I think could use that like if he actually is leaving you could use that as a story like Dean's gonna have to do what he's told that's in his contract anyway you know have it so that he becomes like a bad apple or like a bad seed who must be rooted out you know yeah I guess and you've got that carrot of AEW dangling over there you know like you can always use that without mentioning them by name the the way that I see um the way that I see Ambrose, especially with his in-ring style, is he's very WWE'd. Mm. Like, I don't think he could go and work on the indies anymore and be as kind of prominent 
or I don't know as prominent as he was before mm. his WWE days um, that's purely just basing it off his ring style his character work will be fine but yeah he just seems very much like a WWE guy to me now I can't see him outside of it mm. I don't want to see him outside of it because I I, I like him mm. he has his moments or he has why well, we he's had a couple of years where he was like wacky Dean and we weren't too big of fans on him and stuff or they'd ruined his heel turn um, but the, the Ambrose of the last two weeks has been interesting mm. his, his his altercation with Triple H last week was cool and interesting and this week when he came out he was kind of like a bit of the old Ambrose mannerisms and he, he kind of felt like a tweener like he yeah. got cheers when his music hit um He's got that raw sexual magnetism. <laughs> um, so I don't want to see him go. No, I don't. I'm. I'm actually like if if the, if it was true, I'm. I would generally be pretty pretty upset with with that because, as you say, Dean Ambrose. I mean, he hasn't had the best run in terms of you know the way he's creatively the way he's been booked. I think. He, his character has struggled at various different times because he's been booked in the way that, you know, he's not necessarily a believable threat to every championship because he's so wacky, you know, wacky Dean and all that shit, isn't it? Um, but in recent times, I feel like his character's got some more layers, which I, I'm i quite keen for them to explore. Like, I don't feel like we've seen the last of the Dean Ambrose character. Um, and for him to leave without us seeing that, would be a bit of a shame. Um, but at the same time, he's not being particularly well used. I wouldn't say he's being terribly used. Um, so I could understand maybe why he wants to leave. It may just be a case of maybe he doesn't want to wrestle. Like Maybe he doesn't want to wrestle full-time anymore. Um, I would find that strange, based on what we saw. In, I don't know. Matt, have you seen the Chronicles of Dean Ambrose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So he sounds like he genuinely loves wrestling. And, like, he only loves wrestling. Like, there is nothing else to him that he loves. And that if it was up to him, he would just wrestle and then go and then wrestle and then go, you know? Um, so I'd find it strange if he has fallen out of love with wrestling as a whole. And it does offer up the question of, you know, where would he go? And, and I agree with Aiden. I don't think, like, the indie scene is, is a fit for him anymore. He's too big of a star. And well, I just feel that... WWE are digging themselves a hole if this is a work. You've you've used your trump your trump card on Dean Ambrose. You yeah. can't ever use that again. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Every, it's, everyone's going to be like, "Well, that's a work." Yeah, but I mean, the whole CM Punk thing was similar, I guess, and they've used it now. Well, if, they, if it is a work, they'd be using something similar now. Um, well, I think enough if, time if has passed between the two. Yeah. If this is a work, then it is a big storyline for Dean Ambrose. It could potentially be. It it could be a work, but from legit roots. Yeah. He might have been like, "Look, guys, I'm like, I'm fucking done with this. Mm. Like, you got nothing for me." And I've been like, "Look, we'll give you a huge storyline, say with Triple H. Mm. You might maybe go for. You might be the title contender after Mania." Mm. And that's the thing: if Rollins is champion after Mania. Who's going to be his natural feud? It's going to be Dean Ambrose. Exactly. Um, I mean, like, 
What's weird with Matt Bryson, I couldn't really tell if it was in character in, in, his, in his chronicle, was that while he was out, he was talking about how much he loves wrestling and all that kind of stuff. But when he was back in it, he was like, I fucking hate this shit. Like, I don't want to be a, like... But I don't know if it was just because they were, they were building the story of his frustration with the S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of wouldn't surprise me if maybe he was being... If he did feel a bit disillusioned. Mm-hmm. I could see... I, I've always said this about Ambrose, is I could see him as a movie villain. I could see him as an actor in general, because I think his acting skills very good. His mm-hmm. facial expressions, and he's got the voice, he's got the look. Um, I could see him as, as a bad guy in a movie. I could see him as the kind of... Who's the guy? Negan from Walking Dead, is that his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. I could see him in that yep. kind of role. Yeah. Um, if he ever did want to do something outside of wrestling, but he seems like the kind of guy who's just like, he's very much a maverick. He'll yeah. just do whatever makes him happy. And it, yeah, and that's what makes me think maybe this is true. Maybe he has just gone, fuck it, I'm bored. I don't want to do it anymore. And then, yeah, he's yeah, very much like an impulse. And then two years later, he'll be like, I want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> which is like, which is the interesting thing with the line at the end where they said, well, "We hope he comes back." Yeah. Which is, I've never seen them do that for anybody before. I mean, there's also a real possibility that it is a work, but they are going to make him go away for a couple months. Which would be, which would be good, especially if he, if if they do this, say like you lose your out match mm-hmm. at Mania, and he does lose it, have him gone for months. Yeah. Like, I mean, till the summer. I feel like the reason, the only reason they couldn't do a loser leaves town match is because they've already announced that he's not signing a new contract so it's like he wants to leave so he will just surely lose on purpose you know well I guess they unless they like yeah the storyline going into it is like look we'll give you the money Mm. we'll give you the the title shots but you've got to earn it Mm. man of opportunity whatever the um, (laughs) what makes it interesting in terms of is it a work or not is the the bit before he got interrupted by Nia Jax last yeah. week, was that he seemed like he was going to address it. It, it seemed like a replica. That was of, before the announcement, wasn't it? Yeah, like the day before. But it seemed like a replica of the Kevin Owens thing from yeah. a few months ago, which where he went away death. for seven days, <laughs> yeah. um, which they really fucked up. Mm. But I guess maybe they, they sped that up because of his injury. Mm. Now looking back at it. Um but yeah, if you if you're gonna have him go away, but he he's not going away, then do it for months, like mm. until SummerSlam, mm. because that's the kind of thing they would have done in the past. They would keep someone out for a long time, but you don't get that these days. Mm. Not that you get it often, regardless. But I think it would be really interesting and yeah. just makes his return bigger. As long as they haven't kept him out for six months, and then on a Thursday afternoon tweet Dean Ambrose returning to Raw this week yeah. <laughs> but he was a big he was a big um, well he got a big fan reaction when he came back exactly off injury um, and although he'd grown a little bit stale to me I was excited to see him come back because I couldn't wait to see what he was going to do yeah and when he came back and he looked a bit different Which I was I like I didn't know because like it's very, it's very, it was very surprising to see him come back looking the yeah, way yeah because you don't know anything about him he's did not we? on social media he's very private man. he doesn't say anything so when he comes back looking bigger and he's had a haircut and he's growing his beard out and he looks like more of a badass you know you're automatic if you weren't interested before mm. you're now like shit something's going to happen yeah so the thing for me as well if he is genuinely leaving that puts Renee in like a proper like Weird in the middle of it. We'll end up with an AJ Lee situation. Yeah. Part of me feels like none of this is going to end particularly great for everybody involved. Which would be a massive shame. If it's work, however, it can work out well for everybody. Yeah, just part of me feels like it's not a work. The moment that 
Corey harasses Renee about it, then you know it's all work. It's all work. <laughs> but I feel like if he until was, they mention it, it's, I'm going to live in fear that Dean Ambrose is actually leaving. I feel like if if Corey was going to mention it or harass her about it, it would have been this week because you don't want to leave it a couple of weeks after the announcement, and then yeah. he brings it up. Yeah. Because it's not hot news anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Part I just feel a little bit like I'm not fearful that it's true because. You know, you, you can I'm not even a massive Dean Ambrose fan. I do like his character. I like the guy. I think he's all right in the ring as well. Um, but I just feel like it's a big loss. Like if he yeah, knows he's... it is a big loss. He's extremely popular. That's like because they always play on the Shield story, and then that's gone. They can't really do that anymore. And mm. you know, he has unfinished business with Roman now. That unfinished they, business with Roman. If he if he, if he legitimately yet. leaves, there's a good chance. We will never see the shield again. Yeah, which I mean, I wouldn't be totally. There was um, a picture going around of saying that this is how Mania should end, and there was a picture of Rollins holding up the title with one hand and doing the fist with Roman and Dean the other sides of him. Yeah, but how would they ever get to that? Yeah, I don't know. Because Dean, Unless, Dean and Seth like, are mortal enemies now. Yeah, I don't know. Dean does a turn and helps helps him beat Lesnar, or or in the weeks leading up to it. Mm. I have no idea. I don't see it happening, but it would be cool, especially if that's the last time we're ever going to see the shield. Yeah. I don't want the last time we're ever going to see the shield to be um, them crying at the top of the ramp when Reigns. Yeah, leukemia. Yeah. Um, also, at the same time, if Ambrose is leaving, then they're not going to give him a big WrestleMania moment, are they? Exactly. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what we were saying earlier. Um, so you know caught in a bind I don't know what to expect I fully expect Ambrose but will leave at the end of his contract this is the thing we'll go without we'll not much of them. yeah they just yeah they'll like, this... probably be in the battle royal at Wrestlemania on a pre show what's, what's interesting is that it's um, it's a big star mm. it's not I don't know Curtis Axel mm. it's someone legit that they have to tell everyone and I know we've been they haven't told yet they didn't tell people about other fairly big stars like Neville for instance yeah they never came out and said, oh, Neville's decided he doesn't want to work for us anymore until his contract was actually finally cancelled. Um, and even then, I'm not even sure they announced anything. No, they, didn't um, they just removed them from their page. But Ambrose is on a different level, I think, of stardom to what Neville was or yeah, is. Um, and, you know, it's it, is, it would be a massive loss, I think. And it would be a shame. Yeah. That... For everyone involved, really. The, um... Ah, oh, shit, what was the thing I was going to say? Had it in mind, bollocks. No, I've lost it now. You've lost it. Bottled it. Bottled it massively. Um, well, anyway, listen, it's what? Five oh, to ten. I remember what I was going to say, and this will be my, my final point. Is that I've been trying to make a conscious effort. I know it's hard because we have a podcast and stuff. Do it. But I've been trying to make a conscious effort to, to not be able to predict what's going to happen. And to not want to predict what's going to happen because not try too hard to predict. I, I get it a lot in conversations and people, people saying like, "Oh, they're like, um, what are they going to do with the title? Are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? Are they going to have this match? Is like, who's going to be in the elimination chamber and stuff?" So it's like, I don't want to know in advance because then when it happens on SmackDown, I'll be like, "Oh, I read that on the internet." Yeah. So I've been I trying. I read, read about the Carmella Naomi thing before. Yeah, exactly. Like, even though they didn't really announce that they were going to be. But like, I've I've been trying to make an active effort to not want to know everything in advance mm. I want to watch it and be surprised when it happens mm. so yeah but this is and this is the best time of year for that because this is when it ramps there's up there's so much that they need to build 
for for WrestleMania that you know we've got potentially two matches set in stone right now out of a card which is probably going to be 10 hours long well you know <laughs> 12 to 15 matches you know yeah um, for multiple championships um so there's a lot for them to build to so yeah trying to like if you read up about everything beforehand and you know chances are that um plans will change anyway because they always do but you know you read up in advance it does ruin the surprise and even even just conversation be on their toes a bit more and try and shake things up a bit but then that's when when people get an idea in their head that something is going to happen and it's actually something that they want even if wwe have never had that plan or have never it becomes the be all yeah it does become the be all end all if wwe have never had an inclination to even do anything remotely like that if they when they don't do it the fans are shit on it because (laughs) because that's what they wanted you know and, and they only wanted it because someone told them it was going to happen and they thought, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Um, even if it was never going to happen, you know. So this is the best time of year to just watch it, exactly. enjoy it. But like, even conversations I have, like... Be surprised. Like, um, oh, but who's Brian going to face at WrestleMania? He can't yeah. face AJ again. It's like... Why not? I don't... <laughs> not like I don't care who Brian's going to face at Mania. I don't care for knowing in February... Mm who he's going to face at Mania when they might not announce it till mid-March. Yeah. Just let me watch it. Yeah. But if you want my two cents, I feel like a triple threat between him, AJ Styles, and Samoa Joe is on Joe. the cards. But no, it'd be lovely we'll stuff. We'll see. Um, hey. Matt, any other points from you this evening? I'm conscious that you uh, you might need to get going. Before Matt just chimes in, and we just spoke with Samoa Joe, quick um, shout-out to Samoa Joe's promo last week on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. That was that was fire. Straight fire. I think one of my favourite moments of the entire weekend. She <laughs> just, just seemed genuinely so pissed off. <laughs> just, with just the moment from the moment he came <laughs> out on the ramp. Out there. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, you shut up! Like, treat this as one of your AA classes. And just ran you on like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I was yeah. like, oh Wendy. So thing. yeah, shout out to uh, to Samoa Joe, who is uh, brilliant on the mic as well as in the best in the company right now. Yeah, for me, one of them. Anyway, Matt. Sorry any, to interrupt. Any other points you wanted to make? Good. You're good? No, all right, then. <laughs> good, good job I didn't. <laughs> so like you didn't interrupt anything. Um, just one, one final thing from me, then. Um, Ashley, you son of a bitch, we are coming to get you next time we go to MK11. Ashley, we're coming for you. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, well done, Ash, for your quiz win. But yeah, you're, you're in your 15 fucking teammates. <laughs> Um, hello Simon Miller as well I'm sure you're listening hello to our new friend of the show Simon Miller um, who was actually quite funny and quite a nice guy I thought thought. he made made the time he was quite a nice guy made made quite a fair amount of time for us did he make a believer out of you Matt he did yeah you were quite sceptical to begin with I thought why I was quite sceptical I don't want to do that Actually, what a nice bloke. What a bloody nice bloke. And he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's massive. He's Jackman. I'll give his tweet a shout Dude, out this Jack. week, actually. Because he, he put, you know, right at the end of SmackDown when Brian was having a go at, I think it was Dasher, about yeah, yeah. uh, in gorilla position. He did a clip and he was like, um, I'm going to be the WWE champion forever. You know why? And he stopped it there. He was just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's um, good. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so. Thank you for listening to the show. If you have, otherwise, I don't know how you'd hear me thanking you. <laughs> um, 
But yes, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the People's Wrestling Podcast. Shout out to all of our new followers, especially at Hill Champa, for your contribution this week to the show. More of that, please, people. Uh, and well done for your great tweet. I love it. Um, although I haven't, after this moment, liked or retweeted I know. So I was thinking, when I was stuck on 99, I was like, I definitely hasn't retweeted it. I haven't, actually. Um, but I will do. It, it tops our previous tweet, which was... Um, the Velveteen Dream one, yeah. when you ask WWE about Chris Benoit. <laughs> the Dream has no memory of it. Yeah. Uh, so good at these ones. But uh, yes, if you want to see more brilliant tweets from Aiden, then you can follow us at the underscore PWP. I like to do the memes. On Twitter. Meme the memes. Uh, and if you want to see any of Aiden. Is that me? Who's that? Is that that or is that me? The oh, f- it's me. The fuck is going on? I've got an alarm for 10 o'clock on Wednesdays for Why? some reason. Um, progress pictures for working out, but yeah, I forgot that we do this. Got to work out. No, I uh, did it before you came <laughs> round. Um, yeah, what was I saying? You can follow us at the underscore PWP on Twitter. If you want to see any of Aiden's brilliant tweets on his own personal account, Aiden, where can they find you? You can find me at Aiden Bunker, but I wouldn't recommend following me unless you also are a football fan or fan of anything other than wrestling because I don't tweet about wrestling on my main account. That's true. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, none of my actual like people I know, <laughs> none, none of my actual friends want to see that. Like, other than Peter, maybe. Or my my, my friend. <laughs> uh, Matt, where can they find you? You don't tweet That's too much, do you? Sorry, do that again. I don't tweet too much. I t- try not to, because mm. I annoy myself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you, you, your tweets tend to be replying to someone saying "fuck off, you prick." <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That's my usual... Uh... Interaction with the general public, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, if you stop me in the street, that is my usual <laughs> response. Fair enough. Um, and who would who would question it, Matt? Um, you can find me at Ali Bunker. Uh, Ali Bear 88? Ali Bunker. Uh, Ali Bunker 88. Fucking hell, I haven't even looked at my own Twitter handle for so long. Like, I'd forgotten it. It's Ali Bunker, isn't it? Yeah. Ali Bear 88 at gmail.com <laughs> your personal don't give up my fucking email address fan mail <laughs> it's not my email address you know nobody listens to us right that's true um, like the, our one listener Claire already knows your email well, anyway address. I need to go so I'll see you another time see you Matt hmm. see you later <laughs> that's it wasn't it. like we were signing off for anything <laughs> How rude. Well, that's gone then. Um, obviously, couldn't bear the outro any longer. Should um, another 10 minutes? <laughs> no, we shouldn't. Um, so, thank you for listening to another episode of the People's Wrestling Podcast. And that's about to say, we will see you next week.